I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And thanks to the help we get from ASC certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, he will help you uh, if you need to bring in your vehicle to your favorite dealer, your favorite shop for some service. He might uh, give you a little idea of what might be uh, going wrong there. So. And again, we say the hi, Dan. Good morning. Good to see you again. Good morning. Good that, to be here. That 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 does kind of cut to the chase, doesn't it? When uh, the uh, customer comes in and said, "I think it's this or this or this," and here's the noise it makes. And uh, Dan said, <laughs> "Yeah, well, and and uh, I've always said it, and it's true. The more information that you give your shop, the better off you're going to be. So yep. don't try and hold back information thinking it's going to be cheaper because that's not the way it goes. It's, no, it's like true. going to the doctor. It's Way quicker. You know, everybody works by the amount of time they spend, and it's way quicker if you give me all the information yeah, that you have to share. Absolutely. So if you do have an issue with your car, truck, or van, uh, call it in or text it in. We've cleared the line, 651-989-9226, or send down a text, 81807. I have to ask you, because uh, it was dodging potholes all week this week, like everybody else, and you guys seeing at Lloyd's any any that uh, the damage done oh, from those things? Yeah, it's crazy. Well, first of all, I hope we get to quit talking about potholes yeah, pretty soon. Triple, it's yeah. uh, been going been going on long enough. But uh, yes, sadly, there's uh, terrible damage to cars, to the vehicles, uh, to tires. To you know, we had dozens on uh, this week of of uh, cars and and uh, wheels that uh, got wrecked by significant potholes and they just sneak up on you you know you you <clears throat> as long as you're dodging you're doing fine but when you're not able to dodge or if they surprise you uh then then they cause trouble you know as as time goes by you learn where they are and, I bet. Uh, it's true if you we take get the trained usual. and we get you know we're, we're way better at it but uh and and they're starting to get them filled back in now so i think i think the the peak has passed, but it sure has been a significant week of it uh, this week. Yeah. So a lot of action at Lloyd's there. With, a lot of uh, action with uh, wheel damage at, at Lloyd's, yeah. Most were repairable? Uh, or well, many not? No. Well, many, most of the tires were destroyed. Oh. The, the tires get, you know, cut in the sidewall. Uh, many of the wheels are repairable. <clears throat> Here's the deal with the wheel. If the If the... Uh, pothole hits on the outside of the wheel where the spokes are. Yeah, the wheel will take that. It'll it'll survive that because it's well supported on the outside, but on the inside of the wheel where they you know the 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 there's an inset there. That's so, true. So that there's they a big can, space so they can fit over the brake rotors and yeah. the brake calipers and all that, and that inside of the wheel is not supported. And if you hit a pothole with the inside of the wheel, it, there's a good chance that it's going to do damage to the wheel. Now, if it, depending upon how significant the damage is, uh, if it's bent, those bends can most often be repaired. It takes an overnight. If we take the wheel off today, send it in, uh, have it get repaired, we'll get it back tomorrow, and, uh, and uh, 
we're able to do it, and it's and you're able to do it for a reasonable price. Okay. You know? Sadly, the, some of those wheels, are, while they're beautiful, Ooh, like the wheels on your car, yeah, they can be up, they can be upwards of a thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, watch watch the driving there. We hope they get those uh, fixed up really fast. Well, just like everything, if we go slow and pay attention, no, that's true too. If you go slow and pay attention, you'll uh, you'll do fine. All right, let's uh, put you back to work, Dan. There's folks uh, calling in and texting. Uh, there's a line open if you have a car care, a car care question. Call it in or text it in, 651-989-9226. If the text is easier, 81807. Uh, let's go to Connie, who's calling from uh, St. Paul. Connie, you're on CCO with Dan. Hello, Connie. Yes. Hi. Hi. Thank uh, you for the program. Sure. Well, Thank you for having this program. It's very knowledgeable, especially for a woman. I have I have a 2012. Hey, Connie. Yes. You're listening to your radio. Turn the radio off, at least for a okay. while, or down. Okay. And that'll help you. It is kind of, kind of confusing. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> there you I'm go. sorry. I have a 2012 Chevy Impala. I am the driver, so my seat that whatever that switches doesn't go up and down anymore. It kind of, I think the motor burned out. Is that a real expensive fix? Not always. Uh, the the motors there actually underneath the seat are several motors. One that makes it go forwards and backwards. One that one one that makes it tilt. And anyway, there's probably three or four different motors under there to to control it and. If you're hearing a noise, uh, the motor might still be okay, but those motors or the motor drives cables, and sometimes those cables break and get bound up. So it sounds like the motor is not working, but if you're hearing noise, I'm kind of encouraged that maybe the motor is still okay and the uh, cable just needs to be replaced. It seems like a big job to say that you got to take the seat out of the vehicle uh, or at least tip it back, but it's really not. It's Usually it's just four or five bolts that... Uh, hold the that, that secure the seat uh, to the floor, and uh, once we get access to it, it can oftentimes be fix, fixed pretty easily. So that's good news. Yeah, not yeah. and you know the, the one thing that's really important is to have the seat in the right position. Uh, you can't be oh, slouching yeah. down. That's that's not a safe way to drive. So I would sure encourage you to get that in and get it fixed. You ever find things stuck in the tracks? Often, do you? Often. That's uh, that's well. I should say well, not up and down so much. That wouldn't uh, right. Usually not, but the forward and backwards. Forward and yes, backwards, we, sure. so we'll see a quarter is wedged into the wheel, and and uh, it just won't roll. All right, Connie, get her fixed. Not a big deal. Uh, thanks for calling. And Tim is calling, I believe, from Wilmer this morning. Tim, you're on CCO. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, thank you again, too, for your show. Appreciate it. Listen to it every every thank, week. If thank you. Great. Uh, Dan, I'm, I'm calling. Uh, I've got a 2012 Prius, a Toyota Prius, and just curious, I was just curious if you'd had any uh, issue like I have. Just noticed the last couple of days that when I turn it on, uh, the electric motor, you know, the electric system starts up, and I back out of the garage and I get this a high-pitched, scratchy, screechy, whistly sound, um, which is a new sound. <clears throat> and um, really never had any problems with it. Uh, battery seems to be working okay, you know, uh, stays charged and everything. And it seems like it's only when I go in reverse. 
Um, I thought first it was the brake pads because I haven't changed brakes on it or pads, and but it it seems like it it comes from the electrical system. Yeah, no, that is not uh, ringing a bell with me. But <clears throat> what I would encourage you to do is is uh, if it does it all day long when it's inverse, or, or is it just first thing in the morning? After I shut the car down and then start it up again and then reverse, it'll happen any time during the day. Yeah. So that's what I would recommend is, you know, bring it into your shop and just oftentimes a professional ear will say, oh, I know exactly what that is or or it's no big deal or it's a real easy fix. So uh, I can't I can't. To answer your question, no, that's not ringing a bell with me. I have not heard that or heard complaint of that. But uh, bring it into your shop and see what they say. Or uh, oftentimes an Internet search with uh, some sort of short description will give you some information on, Mm. you know, there's lots of these chat lines for every single vehicle you can imagine on Earth now. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, people are really good about posting that sort of stuff on there to share their experience. And uh, we actually find it pretty helpful. So uh, you might want to try that, too, and see what you come up with. All right, Tim, thanks for the call. Stand by, Mary. You're going to be next after this quick break on CCO's Car Care Show. Dan Burns is with us, of course, from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here with our friend Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, who has been helping us out, helping you out for uh, about 25 years or so here on CCO. What do we do? What do we find Lloyd's, by the way? Well, we are in St. Paul. We are at 982 Grand, which is right between Lexington and Victoria, where they're getting all the potholes fixed up and and, uh, keeping us in shape. Uh, You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give Jim a call. As soon as this morning, he'll be there this morning at 651-228-1316. Excellent. We'll get you Dan's number uh, before he leaves us today, too. (laughs) Uh, we have callers, we have texters. Keep in mind that Dan will be here till just about 7.45 when uh, Jack Farrell steps in. So don't wait if you have a, a car care question. Call it in or text it in. Mary, we promised, in Wyoming, Minnesota is waiting there. Mary, what is your question uh, for uh, for Dan, please? Thanks for taking my call. Um, sure. I have a uh, 2014 Silverado, and ever since we got it, we used it, it was um, has the check engine oil light come on, or just the pardon me, just the check engine light come on? So we brought it in, and we've been dealing with it for over a year. First they changed the oil, and then that didn't work. So then they changed the oil, and they flushed it with a chemical to get it clean. That didn't work. Then they said the manufacturer said to um, change to a different oil filter, and we tried that. And then um, last ditch, uh, we tried replacing the oil pump. And then we noticed that oil was leaking on the floor of the garage, and now the check engine light went on again. Uh-oh. Well, uh, well, obviously, the first thing you need to do is take it back and find out what's going on with that oil leak. That's uh, unacceptable. And I think that the whoever you're dealing with is uh, checking the manufacturer's recommendations on what's going on with that on a newer vehicle and, and what would be causing that. And I think that's the right route to be going down. But uh, to start with, you should go find out what that uh, what that 
oil leak is about because uh, that certainly needs to be solved. Yeah. And is there any reason why the check engine light keeps coming on? We're working with the dealer. Yeah, I don't so. understand what the check engine light has to do with the oil. It must it must be oil pressure related, I would guess, if they're changing the oil pump and trying different uh, filters and so forth. Um, so I don't know if the if the cars I don't know what the code is that they're retrieving, um, but it must be oil pressure related. So. Uh, you know, I, I think I think there's an answer, and uh, if you're if at this particular dealership you're not finding success, maybe you want to try another one, or get another opinion, or like maybe like I told the last caller, uh, do some research on the internet and see if you can't find somebody with a, a similar problem that has come up with a solution. And we have lots of those uh, different chat lines that that we work with. One's called Identifix, and and. It's technicians that have, have uh, struggled with a problem, and, and when they finally get it fixed up, they're, they're you know, kind enough to share that information with everyone else so somebody else doesn't have to struggle so long with it. So, yeah, Mary brings it back to the, 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 the last place right. and or checks, gets another opinion. Right. I'd like to hear back from Mary. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. yeah. So, Mary, when you get it taken care of, we, we hope you do soon. Call us back and let us know what, the, what they found out. And good luck with that. That's got to be frustrating. Yeah, that is frustrating. You buy a new car and you think it's going to be perfect. And uh, sometimes you buy trouble. Let us know, Mary. And thanks. John in Minnetonka, I believe, has been waiting there to ask you a question. John, you are on CCO. Yeah, thank you. Good morning. Um, I have a 2003 Chevy Express. It's got the six-liter engine. And having an issue with the starter doesn't do it every time, but off and on when you go to start it, as it's turning over, you'll hear this. Uh, click, click, click as it's starting. And then, um, like the old cars used to do, if you held it too long, you would definitely know you'd hear that grinding. Um, and now this one has the ex- like the extended start. So as you're turning it over, you hear the click, 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 and then you hear a little bit of that, like, it, like, it's, um, like it's staying engaged too long. Yeah, like it spun the starter a little bit too long. Yeah. Well, that's controlled by the computer, of course. Uh, um, but... The computer is actually controlling a relay. Uh, it goes through a relay, and probably that relay is underneath the hood. Um, <clears throat> and if you open up the box and look, you'll. Uh, the first thing that I would try here is if you open up that book and, or I mean, the cover on the inside of the cover. Oftentimes, those relays are identif- or the relays are identified. Find the starter relay, and when you do. If you look around in that box, you're probably going to find another relay that's exactly the same. And if you do, switch them and see if that makes a difference. We mm. actually do that often. And uh, if that makes a big difference, then you know that sometimes those relays on the on the um, contacts, they'll get kind of burned and, and they'll get a pattern more into them where they stick. And so it uh, makes them slow to react and then it makes them slow to uh, release also. And uh, so try switching a relay with, you know, hopefully there's another one just like it in the box. Oftentimes there is. And if there is, just switch them and see if that makes a difference. And if so, then uh, go buy that one relay and it'll take care of it for you. Very good. All right. Good luck, John. Thanks for the call. uh, Dan, we need to take a quick break. We'll uh, be back in a moment with more calls and more texts on CCO's Car Care Show. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive 
on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Dan, I don't want to forget our texters either because uh, Dan, again, will be here for, uh, well, about another eight or nine minutes or so. So if you have a uh, question, call it in, text it in. Uh, One came in earlier, Dan, uh, about, let's see if I can find it. Uh, it was about an oil, a different using different oil. Uh, it's a 2003 Jeep. A texter says, always use 5W30. Is it okay to change to 020 pure synthetic? I know what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it, I'm sure it would be just fine, but I don't know why you would do that. There's no particular reason to do that uh, unless the manufacturer lists it at an option. And if uh, the manufacturer lists it as an option, then yes, for sure, go ahead and okay, do but that. See but what the manual says. Yeah, but right? if they don't, if they don't recommend it, I probably wouldn't recommend it either. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see what else. Okay. Um, are there ways to help prevent carbon buildup in a direct fuel injection engine? Well. Uh, uh, they say premium fuel helps is is one thing. Um, th- th- that's actually a problem with uh, one of the uh, – or that's one of the problems is that on a conventional engine, the fuel is sprayed into the intake manifold. So as the fuel runs past the valves, it cleans them and keeps them clean. On a direct, ingen- or direct injection vehicle, the – uh, fuels is injected directly into the combustion chamber, and so the back of the valves don't get washed off, and it can be a problem. And so they make some they make some uh, cleaning processes that we do uh, quite often. Honestly, we actually have to take the intake manifold off the vehicle mm. and and uh, physically clean the back of the valve. So that's a good question, and uh, I don't know. I, I guess I would check with your manufacturer. It could be a Volkswagen that they're talking about. Um, check with your manufacturer and see if they've come up with a good solution. Is there an additive that you can add? Or, or you know, like I say, we have a process where we'll, as a, from, a, from a maintenance standpoint, we can uh, clean the valves with a, an apparatus that we use that, uh, sprays the cleaner right into the intake manifold and uh, cleans the back of the valves that way. But but I don't know of anything aftermarket uh, that people are using. Now, when you or your guys do that particular thing, is how long would something like that stay clean, would you guess? Well, a long time. It would. I mean, yes, you know. For as long as it took to build up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it would last that. Once you clean it, yeah. it lasts that long again. So. Oh, okay. Uh, and I don't know if driving habits make a difference. That's one thing that uh, might make a difference, but uh, but it's an issue, and uh, and uh, I'm not sure. I mean, we can fix it, no question about yeah. that. We we're very very we've done that many many times. Uh, but as far as prevention, I'm not sure if there's a great answer yet. We began the show uh, talking about uh, potholes, and a texter said, "Here's a tip for pothole avoidance." Increase the following distance so you have more time to see and react. That's a really good idea. It really is. That is a really good idea. And and pay a good idea anyway. <laughs> and watch the vehicle in front of you also. If they're, you know, bouncing through the potholes and you see the passengers all getting shaken around, then know something's coming up and slow down a little bit. That's so, right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, remember Mary's call about the check engine light and the oil uh, issue mm-hmm. with her vehicle and a texture sent... This message, Denny, I had the same problem as Mary 
with my check engine light, the oil sensors did not like regular oil. I had to go to full synthetic, and that solved the uh, problem. Yeah. I wonder. And, yeah, I wonder about that because I, I would think that the you know on a 14. It was a 2014, yeah, a newer vehicle. It's, it's, a, it's asking for synthetic oil anyway, excess yeah. oil. And so that, that's a great answer. If, that, if it's that simple, if you're not using synthetic, yes, you certainly should be. And, uh, and the uh, sensors obviously are, is what's turning on the check engine light. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess that's the next thing to think is are those sensors calibrated correctly or uh, oftentimes with the computer system there's a, um, an update there's an update uh, a soft a software update okay. that, that we can download and uh, install in your car and oftentimes what it does is open up the parameters a little bit if 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 uh, everything mechanically is fine with the engine let's go back to the phones before we run out of time i believe rick is calling from buffalo rick good morning you're on cco yeah, I was calling. I've got a 2005 Cadillac uh, Seville that's got the automatic uh, air pressure uh, sensors mm-hmm. that tell you what the pressure is on each tire. And after they rotated the tires, it said the system needs attention, and they said it needed to be totally replaced. Uh, is that something that's pretty spendy, or is that something that can be then relatively affordable? Yeah, if all you had was the tires rotated, I don't know why the system would need to be replaced. That that's my first question. Uh, after you have the to- or the tires rotated, it would be very common that the system needs to be reprogrammed. And uh, no, that is not very expensive. That's uh, uh, actually very inexpensive to have done. What you have to do is you the, you put the vehicle into a learn mode. Uh, so that it's uh, willing to accept the information. And then we have a little tool that we walk around the vehicle with and and signal each of the four wheels in a particular order. And in doing so, the car is able to locate uh, which wheel is in which position on the car. And that's how you get correct information as to which tire is low uh, if it goes low. So I think that must be what they're talking about. And to answer your question, no, it's not expensive to uh, to have that reprogrammed. It's not? No. Those sensors, as you've told me this before, they're they're all battery operated, right? They are. They have yeah. small batteries in them, yeah. and they they communicate with the car. Oh, so the, it's amazing. The batteries do go dead from time to time. Okay. Although remarkably, uh, not very often. They're, they're, they last they're, a long yeah, time. Yeah, they last a long time. About that. Thank you, Rick. Good luck with that. Uh, Texter says this: a 2012 Hyundai Sonata, 160,000 miles, cuts out when giving gas, won't go above 1,700 RPM. They say while in parking, uh, maybe well in part, coming up with a code P1326 and a Bosch meter, whatever code 1326. Yeah, I don't have that in front of me. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't identify that. Uh, the vehicle not going over 1,700 RPMs in park is probably normal. They, the, the computer won't let you do that. Ah, oh, interesting. It won't let you self-destruct the engine. <laughs> <laughs> so that that could be, well, that although that's a little low, but that could that could be normal. I wouldn't worry about that too much. But uh, if you find out what that code is, or, you know, I, I could find out when I have the information in front of me. Sure. Uh, that's where we get direction on, on what might be wrong and and where we should go with the uh, with the repair or at least with the diagnosis on it. 
Well, I know where you should go if you need some help, some repair, and that's Deloitte's Automotive. That's How do we idea. find uh, uh, you guys? Uh, I know where it is. In fact, I'll yeah. probably see you this coming week. Well, that sounds good. Find us on the web uh, is a great place to start, lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-I-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. There's some great pictures as to what our building looks like and, and so forth, so you'll be able to find us when you get there. And when you get to 982 Grand Avenue, which is right in the heart of uh, of Grand Avenue in St. Paul, or give us a call, 651 228 one three one six. And I'll see you this week. Sounds good. All right, thanks, Dan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.